Hey everyone, Marty be with you for the Good Vibes show. Thank you so much for being there. I hope you are well. On today's episode, I have Margaret Bonner. Margaret is from Florida. She's a caregiver. She's pretty much blowing up on TikTok. And she has also got an amazing story to tell. A story of caring, loving, of resilience, a story of family, and trying to keep everything together. And a story of perhaps her losing herself a little bit along the way to finally start finding herself again into her 30s. I hope you enjoy the show and uh, send me an email. I need comments from people. I want to hear from the people that are listening to the show. Some of them have already sent me messages and I thank them for it. Uh, for the From the bottom of my heart, I thank anyone who sends me messages. I appreciate constructive criticism, encouragement, and if you think it's a perfect you know, platform, I appreciate compliments as well. So thank you so much. So let's get started. What do you think? Three, two, one, and action. Yo. Hi. How's it going? All right. Can you hear me okay? I hear you great. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice when it sounds good on the other side. Right. <laughs> How was your day? Very long. <laughs> what keeps you busy? Well, I'm a caregiver. And then today we're having some family issues. My sister, who's really my cousin, but we all grew up together. She's an addict. Mm-hmm. And she's in um, end stage cirrhosis of the liver. So we're trying to get her help and she, it's a big whole mess. But so I watched all the kids today while her other siblings tried to get some stuff done. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. We've been dealing with it for about six years. So I have come to the conclusion I did everything that I can do. Yeah. I have a, a cousin actually. She's, uh, she's probably 35 now and. Unfortunately, she had it all. She had every opportunity. Unfortunately, uh, she got an addiction. And you can't blame the person once they're addicted. Yeah, I've been around it my whole life. So Is that right? And it's just crazy because my addiction was food. So I've kind of been in that category. Right. So you kind of relate. Yeah, just in a different way. In a different way, yeah. But it's still harmful. Of so, course. Yeah, it's it's definitely as harmful for sure. It's it's long term. Yeah. So I've had to come to terms with I have an addiction as well. So that's been my process. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Where are you from? Um, born and raised in Florida. Mm-hmm. My birth father lives in England. He's from Wales. Okay. The hub of my family is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. And but you live in Florida. <clears throat> yep. Daytona Beach. Yeah, well, I'm in the East Coast, so like East Coast of Canada. Yeah, I'm like fucking, I don't know, uh, five hours from Maine, if it puts anything in perspective. Yeah. My mom was actually born in Canada. Is that right? On a um, Navy base in Canada. Yeah, and I want to go to Vancouver. It costs four times more to fly to Vancouver for me than to fly to Florida. Really? 100%. That's crazy. 100%, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to go because that's where they film all my favorite shows. <laughs> oh, really? Like Supernatural. Uh-huh. Is that a show, Supernatural? Yes. Okay, I don't watch shows. Well, I used to do a lot of overnight shifts. And it would get really boring. So that's where I got into watching a lot of shows. On I would download seasons of things on Netflix. Right. No, it's definitely, I mean, once in a while, Netflix, you can 
you can fall into a series. Like I started watching Homeland and I thought, oh, I'm going to watch a show or two and just to pass the time. And I ended up fucking just plowing through <laughs> it. Like, yeah. In yeah. like four days, <laughs> fell in a depression and like, you know what I mean? They're like, I just yeah. <laughs> wasn't doing anything, barely washed. Like, <laughs> that was me with Grey's Anatomy. There you go. <laughs> I was like, I'll just watch a couple episodes to kill some time and yeah. watch all 15 seasons. <laughs> Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it can be uh, addicting, for sure, getting into them. But yeah. I've been, I've been uh, really keeping busy and just uh, trying to get healthy and then recording a lot of these podcasts. And um, I also, re- I'm a musician, so... Um, That's cool. Yeah, so I record music, I write music. So there's a lot of stuff that I can do on my artistic side that keeps me away from CNN and and, uh, well, I'm a, yeah. I'm a crafter, so I crochet, I do custom crafting items, wreaths nice. and stuff. That's so that's what cool. keeps my mind and hands busy. <laughs> that's cool. I'm so happy you accepted to come and hang out with me um, tonight. And I'm like in a perfect mood to podcast too. Like I, <laughs> uh, you know, when you put your day in, you kind of get get home and then i was like oh i got a podcast tonight smoked a little joint that's like my only nemesis is like i smoke a bit of marijuana and then um i was like oh i'm I'm excited and like i was looking at all your videos (laughs) and i am impressed like i'm 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 like i'm blown away like when I started to, I downloaded it to be in contact with my nieces because they're all talking about it. I have no idea what they were talking about. Yeah, me too. And I was kind of in a downfall from where I had started. I kind of plateaued and got discouraged and quit. So when I saw that challenge, the, the plank challenge, I was like, I could do that. And I went to bed and I woke up and I had thousands of notifications and I was like, what happened? That must have been weird. I didn't know how TikTok worked. I didn't. <laughs> I was just like, okay, this is happening. And then it, it clicked for me and it encouraged me to continue. That's so awesome. I started doing that plank every day and then doing other workout videos. And I put together a routine and boom. And the, they encouraged me just as much as I encouraged them. I know. And I love it. <laughs> How long have you been on the journey? Like, what's like, first of all, what's your story? Like, let's get into it. You know what I mean? Let's, yeah, well, as, as much as you want to, you know, open up to the world, because this is just a a podcast that ends up in the hands of several different, different people uh, throughout the world. And I've had people from Europe, from North America, um, listen to the podcast and, surprisingly this is a brand new podcast but with the magic of tiktok and having guests like you um that have inspirational stories and then that we do the magic on tiktok by sharing and you know all this because it's it's a it's a fun thing to do so we obviously when we do something fun it's good to open up and especially when we have a following and and then all of a sudden, like I'm getting numbers on my podcasts that are really good. So I am opening good vibes up to the, to the world to hear the prerogative and the experience and the wisdom of people that have had the experience of life in general, because we all have a story. So that's, yeah. I just want to put you in perspective <laughs> of, of where you're at. And so it's an open book, but your limits are your own limits. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I would love to hear just a little bit about your love, your life, your love story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to hear about your, you know, your life journey so far and what's brought you to doing that plank challenge and then now being on this awesome journey to weight loss. I guess I'll start when I was nine. Um, My aunt moved in across the street from us. I lived with my grandparents and my mother. She was a single mom. Mm Mm-hmm. And she had, my aunt had six kids. So we, I've been around them my whole life. We all grew up together. We're all like exactly a year apart in age. Um, but her husband left um, when the kids were very young. 
And so she was a single mom of six. So my grandparents bought the house across the street so we could all live together. And that's when I kind of started the gaining of the weight. I was taking care of people. I would take food from our house and steal it and run across the street to give them food because they didn't have enough, things like that. Um, so food, I've became, been, food became important. Very important. Um, so I would not eat as much at dinner so that I could bring food over and eat with them. Or if my aunt did cook, um, she was home from work early and she ended up cooking, I would not only eat at my house, I would eat with them as well. So I was always eating twice as much um, and taking care of people. Do you know today sort of what led you on to become that way? Was it the sense of insecurity and imbalance in your life or what, what brought you there? I think so. I think it was also me. Um, I had found a letter underneath my mother's bed from my birth father's brother. And a, Apparently they kept in touch when I was younger and then they just stopped writing to each other. And I was like, well, if he doesn't want anything to do with me and their dad doesn't want anything to do with them, I'm going to step up and I'm going to take care of them. And I'm going to make sure that I spend as much time with them as I do with, with my mom and my grandparents. So I would do meals and meals were always a big thing in our family because our family's so big. My grandfather was one of 11 all his brothers and his one sister lived here. So we always got together big family events and we always ate together. That's awesome. So I always made, I always made sure that I ate with my family because my grandfather, he was in the Navy and he made sure we had dinner every night as a family. We had to sit at the table at a certain time. He had his spot. Everyone had their spots. We all ate dinner together. Um, and then I would then take whatever we had left and, kind of maneuvered across the street without my grandparents knowing and then I'd eat dinner with them as well because I was hanging out with them and it was there and so across the street was across the street was your aunt's or your place it was my aunt's house right my yeah we lived right across the street from each other okay and but they didn't have as much and my grandparents always made sure there was stuff over there yeah but I would always bring the extra because there were so many of them gotcha and I felt like I had to take care of them. <laughs> I don't know why. That's very like, kind. I've always, been the, I've always been the caregiver of the family. Gotcha. Everyone calls me the caregiver. Well, hence uh, probably the reason you're a caregiver today. <laughs> probably. That's what you do for work, right? Yeah, but that's not what I went to um, college for. <laughs> oh, really? I actually went to culinary school and I'm a certified pastry chef. Re oh, yeah, you told me that. <laughs> Hey, you know what? <laughs> Who knows, right? One day? Maybe. <laughs> could could be from, like the movies. Yeah. <laughs> and then from taking care of them, my cousins got into drugs very early. Um, the cousin who's one year older than me, she got pregnant at 15. Um, and we were all very excited. I talked her into keeping the baby, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. And then she had her when I was 15. And so from there, it just grew. My other cousin got pregnant at 17. She had her at 18. So I've always been helping take care of all these children. Um, I don't know why. It's just my instinct to help and help raise all these kids. Right. <laughs> and I think I was just stressed and overwhelmed. And I used food to hide all of that from everybody. Yeah, hide the emotions um, and the, the stress and the feeling overwhelmed. Like that's, um, you know, um, it's common and you're preaching to the choir because I'm yeah. sort of been built the same way in my family as well. So, yeah, totally. And uh, but it must, you know, it, 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 one day you realize that and you start like healing from it. Yeah. And I don't think it helped that my grandmother would always nitpick about my weight. And I don't think she meant it in a bad way, but I took it in a bad way. And it just kind of made me feel even worse about myself. And so I would hide those emotions as well in food. I would literally hide food in my room just so she wouldn't see me eat. Because wow. she always had something to say about it. Hmm. And I, I love my grandmother. But yeah. those comments. 
they cut deep for me. But what and, could she, what do you think she should or could have done differently? I have a 13-year-old daughter, so sometimes I, I, I worry about the same things, and I don't want to go there because I know that it scars, you know, deep. So I don't want to go there. So yeah. I'm really careful. But sometimes I think, like, you know, just, just be careful. She's, you know. And that's the thing is my niece is 13 as well. And she's um, exactly like me in every way. <laughs> like to the T, she could be my kid. <laughs> wow. Even her mom's like, come get your kid. But um, she's also probably the same weight I was at her age. Um, and I can see it. I, I see where she's headed. And so um, I actually got her on the ketogenic diet with me. And the first couple of months, she lost like 30 pounds and she was loving it. But I also get that she's also a teenager and she's going to go to parties with friends and she's going to want to eat what she wants. So I tell her, go ahead, enjoy yourself. And when you get back, if this is what you want, get right back on track. Um, make sure you're watching your portion size and just, I try to keep it as simple, but not cut deep. Like right. my grandma so, would so, knock food out of my hands. Okay. And tell me, you shouldn't be eating that. Okay. Say so like, what are you doing? Still eating or eating again or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I try to try to be careful and stay away from with, with my daughter just to make sure, but you, you know how important it is and it's calorie intake and this and this and that. And when you get to a certain age and that you start understanding and it hasn't been long that I've been understanding. It's only once you start being conscious of your yeah. intake and you're like, Whoa, yeah, I've been, I've been on blowing so. the intake <laughs> goal for way too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been on so many diets and nothing's really stuck because I don't think I had processed it in my mind. Um, and then in, so when I was 19, my grandmother was diagnosed with dementia. She wasn't bad. It was um, kind of mid-stage. And then she got really bad. And I stayed home with my boyfriend at the time. And we took shifts taking care of her. And I was always home. Like we couldn't leave her alone because she tried to leave the house and wander off. It got pretty bad. And then she broke her hip and was in the hospital. I had a gallbladder attack and the doctor told me that I needed to have it removed or I, it could, it could potentially kill me. Mm -hmm. He said, but you're too heavy for surgery. I said, okay, well, what do I do? Whoa. So I went home and I researched um, gallbladders and what affects gallbladders and all of that. And I put myself on what I called the gallbladder diet. And basically it was very low carb, high protein, very low fat. And I lost 200 pounds, almost 200 pounds in nine months. Whoa. I had, I had my this? gallbladder. This was in 2013. Then my gallbladder had another attack. And I went into emergency surgery and it was fine. Um, when I got out, my grandmother had had the broken hip. And then I got a phone call right after she got out of surgery that my now fiance's brother had passed. Then I got a phone call the next day that my aunt was diagnosed with brain cancer and lung cancer. It had metastasized through her whole body. All while being in the hospital with my grandmother because someone had to be with her. And then my aunt was um, moved here into hospice. She passed on right after Mother's Day in 2015. Then my cousin passed in June from a massive heart attack. He was 32. And then my grandmother passed in December. And I had done so good and I had lost so much weight. But through all of that, I gained every pound back. You, you and just then slipped and... It was never, such a never hard were able move. to yeah not able to come back from it yeah no and Emotion, then, emotions emotions and then my cousin after my grandmother passed couldn't take it anymore because her mom had passed and now our grandmother who were two major major female influences in our lives um, she went down a bender she was in the hospital with 
bad kidneys. They told us she wasn't going to make it through the weekend. So we sat her 11-year-old daughter down and had to explain that to her. Thankfully, she made it out. And it was just the craziest year of my life. Wow. And then last summer, uh, last, not this past Mother's Day, the Mother's Day in 2019, they took pictures of us. And I looked at that picture and I was just so sad because I don't see it on me, but I see it in pictures. And I was like, that can't be me. And something just clicked for me. So I started researching and I started cutting carbs. And then I found the ketogenic diet. So I had already cut most of my carbs. So I just went straight into the keto diet and it started working. And I was like, and I can eat this way. But I also still had to learn portion control, calories, all of it. Reading labels was the hardest thing for me and stopping soda, drinking soda. I was a 12 pack of Mountain Dew a day soda drinker. Yes. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. So bad. Wow. That's a lot of sugar. That's so much sugar, and I didn't realize. You don't realize. Um, no, I do now, and it's I don't me- drink soda. It's messed up how we 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 get carried away so much by those emotions and not focus on the facts. Right. It's weird. We don't even realize the facts. No. Like it's like we shy away from them, or because we should know better, right? Yeah. And I was going to get married on 4-2020, but obviously COVID happened. And I was in the midst of this journey. And I was like, I kind of want to wait just a couple more years because I feel like I'd be happier. Um, And we've already been together for 13 years. So I was like, what's a couple more? I feel like we're married already anyway. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So I put that off and... TikTok has actually motivated me more to continue and keep going on this journey and get to where I want to be for that day. That's awesome. That's a nice story. Um, Where are you? How long have you been at it? Like now, would you say? Um, It's been exactly a year. Um, June, I started June 10th of 2019. Mm -hmm. I'm down 137 pounds. Yeah. don't know how many inches I haven't measured myself. <laughs> I did in the beginning, so I kind of want to now just to see where I'm at. Right. But starting the TikTok plank challenge and doing all these exercises, I've gotten so much stronger and I have so much more energy and I'm, I don't miss a day, which it's, is crazy it, to me. That, yeah, that's nuts. And it's rejuvenating, isn't it? Yeah. And I walk three days a week. Um, and if I can't get to the lake that I walk at, which I really should TikTok, I just never do because I'm just in the zone. Um, the lady I work for, she has a treadmill that's never been used and she goes, use it. So when she naps, I use the treadmill and I do two to four miles. Nice. When I'm there. Yeah. It's like an elliptical treadmill too. So it's got the incline. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. Well, hey, you, uh, you're looking great. You're, you're looking like you feel great too. And, uh, you're on, you're on amazing, on an amazing journey. Really. It's, uh, it's impressive to hear, you know, the backstory behind it. And obviously when you look at the whole story, I think you can figure out probably most likely you can figure out why you ended up where you were. Yeah. And, and the cool thing is, is that as you're, on that weight loss journey, you're definitely healing wounds at this, you know, at the same time. And just like these conversations and, you know, other realizations that you have along the way, it's like, and, and you, you get stronger and more confident so you can heal and forgive and, you know. Yeah. The healing and forgiving is a big one too. I watched that show, my 600 pound life. And I always like criticize. I didn't realize that was me. <laughs> Because at my highest weight, I was 559 pounds. Really? Yes. So that was me. I could have been on that show. Yeah. But they always see the therapists and they always say to write letters to those who you feel, you know, have hurt you in some way. And when I was 18, my grandfather died. He was the only male figure in my life. He was all of our dads. Um, And it, it was a shock. We didn't expect it. And 
that was the same year I had written a letter back to that letter I had found under my mother's bed to my uncle in England. And they sent me a ticket to come and meet my father. So I flew by myself when I was 18 (laughs) to England. I stayed with my mother's sister who lived over there. And then my uncle came and picked me up for the weekend to meet my dad. All his brothers, all their aunts and it was pure craziness the whole weekend. But I didn't get the conversation I wanted to get with him. And he wanted to talk about my mother a lot, which I thought was super weird because he had just divorced his wife. And he had two kids. So my brother, my half brother was there, which was also very awkward at the time. I still have a very good close relationship with them, with him and my sister now. But he just seemed like he wasn't interested in a relationship at all. And so a couple years later, I found him on Facebook, messaged him, and he said he wanted this, this whole relationship and he was on board. And with technology today, it's possible. We're talking right now. You're in Canada. Yeah. Um, just because he's in Manchester, England does not mean we can't see each other or talk to each other or call each other, especially with the iPhone. 100%. You can FaceTime country to country, no problem. But he never made an effort. It That's was your father. on me. Yes. Mm. so I took that advice from the therapist from that show and I wrote him the longest letter I think I've ever written in my life and I sent it to him he never responded but I'm, I'm totally okay with that because he not only treats me this way but he treats my sister who lives across the street from him the same exact way so she's but my she's, brother she's opened up to you oh yeah we talk constantly because my brother is almighty to him but we just fall through the cracks it makes no sense to me but do you have do you have no you don't have any idea why no but i wrote that letter um about a month before that mother's day picture was taken and it was just kind of like a release and i think i needed to do that in order to let myself move on and move away from big bad habits that i had acquired that's heavy. Like that's, you know, big realization. So how old are you? I'm 32. Like you're still young yeah. and you know, let your soul shine because I think you're on the right path to discovering and realizing a lot of things in your life. And, you know, don't be afraid to take decisions and to make steps forward and, um, to, uh, to heal, you know, to forgive and yeah. heal uh, real parts of your life. And I'm saying that, and I mean, I'm still healing every day and we're going to heal every day. That's what we're going to do. That's what humanity is. That's what a human being is because we experience things on a um, consistent basis that affect us and that affect the future uh, of us. For instance, yeah. to give you an example, I'm personally right now going through a very, very amicable separation with my wife. And uh, we've been together 17 years and we're separating and we've decided, you know, mutually to separate and, and it's the best for, you know, for all around. And we of course discussed all that, but that is affecting, you know what I mean? This is going to have a huge effect on my life uh, and the future. So, you know, there might be some regrets. There might be some, some, great victories or great things that come out of it who knows but you know you got to be you got to be willing to take that step forward and to heal from something in order to feel positivity and goodness again you know yes my biggest thing um especially after writing that letter was learning that i need to as much as i love taking care of people and never saying no which is like my biggest, <laughs> oh, I cannot say no to people, but I had to learn to say no. I had to learn to put myself first and take care of me because I don't. And I know that I don't. And that was one of the biggest hurdles I had to get over. And now I'm okay with telling people, no, right now I come first. There you and go. And it's been a life changer. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, no, I can imagine. Good for you. That's, that's so positive. And it, doesn't mean, and it doesn't mean you're not going to help others ever. You're right. going to definitely help others. You're going to help probably more 
because you're doing with a different, different intention, different mood, and you have more energy. Yes. I still help people. Occasionally I have a hard time saying no, but I, I know that I can say no and be okay with it now. That's always been my, I've never been able to just say no and put myself first. Well, I'm really glad you said yes to me. Yeah. When you, when you left the comment, I was like, podcast. I listen to podcasts constantly. That's all because it's a 30 minute drive to and from work. It's perfect. Just put on a podcast and I listen to them constantly. And I, I always try to find new things to listen to because after a while, the same ones kind of get old. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I was like, I'm going to listen to it. And I messaged you because I was like, I'll be on a podcast. I love podcasts. Um, and then I listened to it and I was like, oh yeah, I want to be on this podcast. I'm good this to is- go. Okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah. This, is, this, <laughs> this really, um, it, may, it warms my heart to know that your decision was even, you know, uh, stronger once you, you heard the podcast. I appreciate it. I try to well, really, really dive into those good vibes and, and it's okay to get into stories yeah. because what that creates, it creates good vibes for healing. It creates good vibes for others to learn and to see another perspective. It's, it's so much. You're doing so much by having a simple discussion. Yeah. And my follow, my followers are they followers (laughs) yeah your followers Um, yeah they always are asking me like questions and i was like this would be perfect because they then they can go to the podcast and listen to it and know my story yeah and and i I wanted to touch on that actually i wanted to check with you like are there questions that uh tiktokers or, or followers have asked in the past that you we haven't tapped into is there certain things um certain extra things that we'd like to talk about and also I would really like for you to give a message to anybody that's going through, you know, cause there's some of your followers that's going through probably similar things or their own yeah. journey that are perhaps struggling or in a victory that they want to celebrate and they're going to celebrate with you. But if there's somebody out there mm-hmm. that's, you know, struggling, uh, I'd like to tap into that. So um, I get a lot of questions, um, mainly like how long do I exercise for? Um, usually it's 30 minutes a day, sometimes okay. longer, uh, weekends. I tend to do like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Um, cause it's, it's more family time on the weekends. Um, I get a lot do you of have kids. I do not have kids yet. Okay. That is also one of my motivations. Um, I'm thinking 35. I always told myself because I watched the birth of my niece <laughs> that I was never going to have children, <laughs> even though I've I've wanted to be a mom since I was eight, but I think that traumatized me just a little bit. <laughs> um, so I always said, maybe when I'm 30, and then I turned 30, and I was like, let's just wait a couple years, because life went crazy. Right. Um, and now that we're more stable, I think it's a possibility. I'd like to maybe expand the family. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, all in due time, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool experience to have children. There's something about when it's yours that's really, really, really special. My niece was born December 29th. um, And it was me and my two sisters in the room. She came so quickly. It was her third baby. And she literally came so fast. And I was the first person to see this baby. Besides the doctor, I was standing right there. And I can't explain the feeling I have as an aunt. And I can only imagine my own child. Holding your like, own child. Gotta be an ex- it has to be an experience. And even if I can't have children, because I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. Right. Um, I definitely want to adopt yeah. or even foster to adopt. We've talked about it and fostering is definitely in my future. Nice. Because I've, I've always wanted to be a mom. You look I like the I was type. Have eight boys. <laughs> yeah, you look like the type that's like motherly, caring, and like you said, you mentioned in your own story. I mean, that's pretty much what you've done your whole life. And there's nothing wrong with being a caring person. Um, I think today you just realize that it's you first, and then you care. Yeah. Because if you're good, and, fuck man, it's going to be ten times better. Yeah, and that was the biggest hurdle I had to get over. And I'm so glad I did because life's so much better. <laughs> I see it in your smile. I see it in your face and your pride. The pride that you are glowing when we talk about exactly that, the fact that you take care of yourself first and then 
that pride means, you know, she's dialed in and she's on, you know, she's on the right path. So I'm kudos. And my TikTok followers. It's inspiring. Have been amazing. And it has boosted my confidence so much because I'm typically a shy person. Like I'm, I still am a little shy, but I have definitely come out of my shell and I can see it in my videos when I go back to now. They're so different. Well, <laughs> and I, I did an interview today with a guy from Texas and I told him this, and it's not something that I just say loosely, but it's just funny that I use it twice in one day. But you, the way that you express could definitely be a great speaker, like for yeah. in front of audiences. And when everything comes together, it could be something that you could possibly do like in schools to inspire young women or, you know, look into like yeah. doing something like that in a couple of years from now. Number one, supplement your income, but also to go out and tell your story and inspire others because just the way you have an ease with expressing yeah. <laughs> and with making feel, making people feel comfortable. I've, I've felt comfortable from the minute your camera came on <laughs> and it doesn't happen, you know, with, with, uh, with everyone. It's super great to meet people like you and to, we're just regular people. We're not on TV or, and then all of a sudden you're starting to blow up on TikTok and you're getting followers and <laughs> yeah, that's, crazy. that's amazing. That's amazing. That's like, you have worth. Even that video has 1.2 million views. That is insane to me. It's crazy. And I just did it to see if I could do it. And How I, long I ago was that it, one taken? I think it was the beginning of April. So like during pandemic, yeah. It was like I had just lost my job and I was like on TikTok. I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> and I only... I was only out of work for six weeks, which was a, a blessing. I got to go back. Yeah. And it was because I, I had had a fever from a tooth infection. Because y'all, if you drink that soda, it will rot your teeth out if oh, you don't take yeah. care of them. True. Um, so I have to have six teeth removed, but I keep getting an infection, which boosts up your temperature. And with the COVID, if you have a temp of over 100, they won't let you go to work. Right. So I was out of work. I was stressed out, but... I'm okay now. I'm back yeah. at work. Yeah, and and you're looking great. You're you're glowing. Like I said, you're glowing. Like you should have your own podcast. I was a telemarketer for two years, and people used to tell me you have the voice of an angel. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you really have a nice voice, uh, a spoken voice, and that's something that you should use eventually with your strength. Like use it as a strength. And I've definitely thought about that. I get the question a lot. Why didn't you get surgery? Why didn't you do the gastric, whatever, sleeve, mm -hmm. Bypass whatever. And all that. Um, I actually did a consultation for it. Mm -hmm. Went to the doctors, had the full blown experience, but something about it. And I've had lots of friends that, who have had it. Um, some who have had complications and some who haven't. Um, it's different for everybody. But for me, I just felt like if this is something I'm going to do, I'm going to do it without that. I want to prove to myself that I can do it without having to have surgery. I have nothing against the surgery. Anybody who gets it, great. I hope that it's a great tool for you. Yep. It's just not the tool for me. 100%. I had it in my heart that I had to do this. It was my journey, and I didn't want the extra help if that's what it is, the extra whatever the surgery mm -hmm. does for you. Mm -hmm. um, my uncle wanted to pay for it and everything. He's like, I'll do it. You go ahead and get the surgery. You, and I was like, but I really want to do this on my own. It's just a thing with me. I want to do it on my own. So that's the only reason why I opted out of surgery and I have nothing against it. I have friends who have had it. They're doing great. They're doing awesome. They have great journeys of their own and stories yeah. of their own. My story is just not that story. Yeah, and that's that's okay too. Um, I also consulted for that, and my father did it. Did my father, yeah, my father went for the gastric sleeve, and he dealt with uh, being overweight his whole life. It fucked his whole mental health up his whole life. Like he just, 
stressed about it his whole life, like just complex yeah. his whole life. He, and he was professional. Like he worked in the federal government and he had a good job and stuff like that. But it just, every day he struggled with it mentally. So eventually he had the opportunity to do it and he decided, yep, I'm going to do it. Like you said, there is absolutely nothing wrong with the people that choose that route. I felt the same way as you. And I felt like I can naturally do it if I just commit and I have it in me to commit. It's just, and some people just need that boost or the, the, the help that it gives. And I, I fully understand it's just some yeah. other people have like, like us, that instinct of saying, I got to try it myself, you know? Well, I went to that consultation with a good friend of mine. She went ahead with the surgery. I didn't. Right. She, she looks amazing today. Nice. But um, I, just, I don't know. I just, I, it just wasn't meant for me. It wasn't my path to take. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do it. And you're doing it. I am. <laughs> and now with the help of TikTok, all your followers on TikTok, it must keep you motivated every day. Every single day. And I, I didn't get on a scale because I knew in February I was down 130. And that's when I kind of, I had been down 130 for almost two months. It still stuck to the same thing, changed up a couple things, but I, I had kind of plateaued out. And it just discouraged me. So... I kind of just fell off the wagon and I did that video and it blew up overnight. And I was like, I can do this. I can get back on track and I can do this and I can watch myself and go back and watch all my videos and see how I've changed over this year. I'm like, I'll, I'll give it a year. And it has gone into this crazy whirlwind of amazingness. (laughs) It keeps me motivated every day. I'm down 137. So I don't know how much I gained before doing this. But I know that I've lost whatever I gained. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I mean, the upgrade that it's going to give you in the next year is going to be even more, like you're going to take it to another level there. Like you lost 137, but in the next year, if you really dial it in and keep, keep you know, doing what you're doing, like the possibilities are endless. It could be, could be some solid digits. Yes. My goal right now, like I've had many goals through the whole experience. I started with, you know, just getting into ketosis, go ahead, lose 10 pounds, buy 10 pounds, every 10 pounds. And then it was, I got under 400. I was so excited. I was like, I haven't been under 400 in a while. I'm happy. Then it was get under 350. That happened. And now I'm so close to being under 300. I can taste it. And so that's my next goal. (laughs) That's so cool. That's awesome. Good for you. But, but I don't get on the scale every day. And I will encourage anybody who's on this journey, do not get on the scale every day. It's just going to discourage you. I get it on the scale once every three months. And it, it definitely helps. And measure yourself. You're starting. You know you're going to start this. Measure yourself. Measure everything. And keep track of the measurements. Because you'll lose measurements before you lose weight. And when you see the difference or... F- see the difference in measurements i'm sure it's also an amazing feeling right yes and take pictures i took pictures every single week my first three months and then every two weeks and it's crazy the difference you see in pictures because i see myself every day i don't yeah i know that i'm different because i can do things i haven't been able to do like sitting cross-legged on the floor with my nephews and things like that but i still don't mentally see the difference I don't feel like I've changed that much. Right. You know, I know I have, but those pictures will show you how much you've changed. It's insane. That's, those are great ideas. Thank you actually for sharing that because I, I don't know that I've been documenting. I mean, I've been documenting my journey on TikTok and I'm 52 days in, so I'm not as far as you. Um, and, but I, I haven't been necessarily like focusing on taking pictures and taking measurements and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm not weighing myself on a regular basis other than at first I had started saying, all right, I'm going to do a weekly, you know, a weekly thing for TikTok. But then like, I'm the more and more I'm advancing. I'm like, you know what? Like I'm losing. It's clear. Like I went into yeah. the grocery store tonight and a lady that hadn't seen me before, like since COVID that I coach her son in hockey, she looked at me. She was like, 
holy shit, did you lose weight? Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I lost 23 pounds in, uh, you know, in 52 days or whatever. And then I explained, she's like, you look amazing. I was like, thank you. Well, I'm far from being at my goal. I appreciate it. But I'm just pushing now. Like, I'm just get. I'm just starting. And it's crazy how much just 10 pounds will make you look so different to other people. Like, family, I don't see that often. Who will see me in videos, they'll be like, how much have you lost? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I was, but in the beginning, I got on the scale every day and it was just discouraging. So I made it a goal once every three months and it, cool. it's worked. Because it's it's going to fluctuate. Weight, yeah. Yeah. Your weight fluctuates by the hour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could weigh something, drink a glass of water and it'd be a different weight. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't even dialed into a specific food intake structure yet. Every day that's going by, though, I'm eliminating a lot of those, let's just say, inappropriate decisions of food, you know, like yeah. the chip and dip, like just in a random afternoon, like, oh, I'm going to eat chip and dip. Or at night, uh, the popcorn with like, you know, half a cup of butter uh, or a cup of butter, maybe. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then like I'm eliminating the three, four wieners, you know, just, ah, nah, 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 nah. You know, stuff like that. I eliminated a lot of the Pepsi product, like pop, like you said yeah. too. But I haven't like really gotten a structure yet. I've added a lot of plant-based, so a lot of salad, a lot. But still love so sauce. I, I love sauce too much. Well, Fuck. that's the thing. I I say I do keto. It's it's mainly low carb because I do two non-keto um, days every. So every 10 days, then I have two non-keto days and it actually helps me lose weight faster. But on those non-keto days or low carb days, um, instead of eating the entire bag of chips like I used to, I portion everything out, which is so strange to me because I've never done that before, but I'll get like little snack bags. And honestly, it's all you I need. Don't, yeah. And because I've been in the low carb kind of keto whatever, because of the high fats and the low carbs, I'm not as hungry. I only eat six hours a day. So I only eat in that six hour window. Whoa. And then, yes. 18 so, hours fasting? Yes. Naturally, just because it's part of the diet or because you want to? Because I'm just not hungry. <laughs> but I don't eat after eight o'clock. So if I don't eat before... That six hour went. If I would eat more, but I don't eat breakfast. I've never been a breakfast eater. I never will be a breakfast eater. <laughs> so I usually, and with my work, how I work 12 hours, I go into work at 11. I don't eat till three. We eat dinner together at 7.30 and I'm done. I'll have a snack in between and that's it. No snack at night. No, not like I used to. I used to snack right before bed. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. No. No. And never snack at night, like not even a fruit or anything like ever? Um, if I have date night, we do in, in, in-house in date night, um, then I'll have the snack during the movie. But other okay. than that, no, I don't eat before bed anymore. And that used to be my biggest thing. I would binge eat before I went to sleep. That's my problem. I'm a stoner. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of a stoner. I partake in, uh, you know, nothing heavy. It's just smoking a little bit of marijuana, but I kind of do it every day. So like one couple times a day and especially in the evening when, you know, everybody settles down and the kids and everything. And then I usually go down to the garage and just, you know, smoke a little bit of mar marijuana. But when I come in, Oh fuck, I get the munchies. It's crazy. <laughs> it's well, not and, fun. And <laughs> like, then after that, you're like, I just ruined like my, you know, my, three and a half mile walk today you know yeah um and another thing I've, i figured out like with that is in the beginning i snacked so much i ate everything that was low carb keto approved and i ate as much as i wanted until i was in that ketosis where you're just you really aren't hungry like i drink a lot of water now which i used to never drink water and um i drink a gallon at least a day and that fills me up now. And with my snacks, I, I make my own snacks. So I make my own chips with cheese and pepperonis. And so I make all my own snacks, which I did promise my followers I would start making some videos. Cheese and pepperoni. 
Yeah, so the you keto put the diet. Yeah, that's right. You can like. So you put the cheese on the parchment paper and you put pepperonis on top and you bake it in the oven for 10 minutes and they're the perfect chips and they're so good. And you can dip them in ranch. You can dip them in sour cream. You can make your own dips, which is the perfect, the perfect thing ever. <laughs> Cause I am a dip person too. <laughs> yeah, I love dip. totally a dip and sauce. <laughs> and like, you know, I go, I get a burger and I'm like, like sauce is always getting in my beard. <laughs> like I don't have a thick beard, but it's always getting stuck in my beard. Anyway. Yeah. I'm obsessed with crispy chicken sandwiches, so I've learned how to make them keto-friendly. Really? And they're just as good. Yeah. Hmm. I have a, a, a registered nurse, um, <clears throat> holistic and fitness coach uh, by the name of Lenora that has joined my show. Yeah, that has joined my show twice. She's really cool. She's got a lot of pizzazz. She's 55. She's fit as a brick like she is solid fit yeah i've seen her TikTok. She, she's awesome <laughs> anyways she comes she's going to be coming on my show every thursday so y'all can check it out on thursdays if you want some good advice as well from a uh, professional um but i'm gonna talk to her about keto next week i love getting nurses i love getting their perspective on it yeah because everybody's got a different perspective yeah. about the ketogenic diet for me, I know that keto is not going to be sustainable forever if I don't have those carb days. So I make sure that I have those carb days. Every 10 days, I have two carb days. And I don't go crazy, but I eat the carb. I eat the bread. I eat the whatever. And it keeps me going. Right. I'm going to have to look at it before I meet with Lenora again next Thursday to chat with her about it. I really want to get a lot more familiar with that sort of meal or how you call it a diet but it's it's, no, a, it's way. a lifestyle yeah it's a way it's a lifestyle so yeah i want to i want to look into that because i'm looking at all my options right now to see like what what fits better for my taste buds and like who i am because man i'm not gonna be like a fucking rabbit and i'm also right. and i'm also like not gonna measure every little single thing i do every day i want to eventually be familiarized with what i'm eating and then just know how to make it it took about two, three months. I ate everything in sight. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a, I'm not a sweets person. I don't like sweets. Me neither. That's always been my Salt favorite. and vinegar. Yeah. And I can eat, I can, I mean, I can eat a steak and potatoes every day and mm -hmm. be okay. It, I won't, but, um, so it was, this, this was a good lifestyle for me because there's so many foods that I already loved that I could still eat. And it's clearly and working. Think, yeah. And I love pizza. Pizza's my pizza's my downfall. I could eat pizza every day and I'd be happy. Doesn't love pizza. My body wouldn't be happy. Yeah. But um, so I have done every they have different keto pizzas that you can make. And I have done every recipe and I've come up with my own based on that. I kind of because I'm a cook. I love to cook. Right. So I have created my own and it's so good. Even my fiance loves it and he is not keto. He is six, four and 155 pounds. <laughs> he can eat whatever wow. he wants and not oh, get weight shit. and not get a pound. Lucky. It stresses me out. <laughs> right. I hope my kids get his jeans, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he drives me nuts. He drinks 12, 12 pack of Pepsi a day and doesn't gain a pound. I'm not sure it means he's healthy inside. He is not healthy. <laughs> he yeah. Knows like... it. <laughs> right. And I tell, I tell my fiance that all the time. I'm like, you realize you're not healthy. <laughs> oh. He's a smoker too. He eats everything bad for you. And he only drinks Pepsi. <laughs> I'm like, drink some water. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, you know, we've all been there. So. But he's very supportive of me. That's good. Which is awesome. And in the beginning I was doing where I would cook mine and then I'd cook for him and my mother because they're non-keto. So I'd be cooking two meals and I'm like, I'm not doing this. Y'all are eating keto. And if you don't like keto, make it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cooking one meal if you don't like it, but he loves everything. He'll just go back for thirds, fourths, or fifths. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever share any of your pizza uh, recipes on, on uh, TikTok? I have not. I did say I would, I, I did say I would, but I have not yet. You should uh, try to, they say you're supposed to post like a good five to 10 videos a day on TikTok. Really? Yeah, I do to, four. To, 
Yeah. Oh, well, four is probably good. Yeah. So just to stay like nice and active and keep the numbers growing. But um, yeah, you should. And I'm going to watch for it because if you do, I want to see how it's done. Like, Yeah, I'm probably going to do a quick video after I do it live because I did promise my followers I would do it on a live, which I don't go live often because I'm always afraid. I've heard people say when they go live, their accounts get banished, like they just disappear. Yeah. Thanos just think is what they call it. Yeah, because if you say something wrong or do something wrong, like at that, yeah. Yeah. So I've always been cautious about going live. I've only gone live a handful of times. And it's weird because I feel like I'm talking to myself. Yeah, it's kind of odd. People can't, like, it'd be better if it'd be this way and people could, like, raise their hand and be like, one day well, it will be like to, that. They want me to do a Zoom workout as well. So maybe I'll figure that out, too. Mm, that'd be cool. It. You'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But I'll join it when you, when you do promote it. I'm going to keep an eye on you, uh, you know, and uh, especially when, when somebody's come on, on the show here, this is on the ground floor. This You're my, you know, I've, I've recorded 15 shows now and I've only released eight or nine and I've got like four or five on deck. But most people from TikTok, I'm like, man, these are all great people. And they're like still texting me like, hey, how's yeah. it going? And I seen your TikTok today, you know, keep your head up, like sending private texts. And I'm like, oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> it's crazy. I honestly thought nobody would see my videos. So it's been a crazy journey and my nieces love it. They think I'm famous. Yeah. What's so, your family I'm, think about it? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> um, my family loves it. I, I do Facebook just for family. You're right. And so I post all the videos on that story for them to see. And then I do, I also do Instagram, which I'm I just, like never, ever got on before. <laughs> okay. And I post them all there and I'm just getting crazy feedback from a lot of people that I haven't even talked to in a while. And they're like, this is, you're doing so good. You're on TikTok. Look how many followers you have. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but okay. (laughs) And my nieces are like, you're popular. You're definitely, you're definitely famous. And I'm like, oh, I'm the cool aunt now. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, you got 27.8 thousand followers right now. Really? It's gotten that high? (laughs) Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. I'm looking at, and uh, is that your uh, fiance? Which one? <laughs> uh, which one? Your profile pic? Oh, no. That's Jared Padalecki. Okay. He is an actor, and he is on Supernatural. Gotcha. I go to conventions. And you got to hug him? Dork. I got to hug all of them. <laughs> but he's my favorite. <laughs> so you you go to what kind of conventions? Like Comic-Con stuff? or? Oh. Um, yeah, it's, it's the TV show. Okay. They have conventions. Um, through create. It's called Creation. Mm-hmm. um around the country they're uh-huh. super crazy insane and it's like all that fandom in one spot and it's completely insane and completely lazy <laughs> i've been to three remind me the name of the show supernatural okay i want to i want to watch that it's pretty cool it's two brothers who fight supernaturally stuff and they have an angel and it's great my uh <laughs> supernatural so it's not like hoop superhero stuff it's more like angels no. and yeah okay yeah, angels demons all of that oh yeah it's really good gods in there spiritual <laughs> uh spirituality stuff probably like um yes it's amazing though i'm gonna check that out that's where i get my hashtag <laughs> always keep fighting never give up you are not alone it's jared padlecki he started this thing he went through um some suicidal depression Okay. And he started the Always Keep Fighting campaign. And it's just been my thing since he started it. It hit hard with me. And, um, you know, I have been through depression. Um, nothing suicidal, but I have had depression. Um, so that Always Keep Fighting, You Are Not Alone has been my, it's been my thing. Yeah, it's been your motto. It's, it's kind of what so resonates with I use. So I use those hashtags. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I had a three-year depression five years ago, lasted three years, and I contemplated suicide. I love life too much, and I'm way too curious about life to actually pull it off. So I didn't, like, try or cry for help or anything. But my my go-to was a piece of paper, and I wrote a song. And at the end of that song, I wrote in the, on the bottom, I said, how does uh, 
heart so soft be so misunderstood? And that's the one time that I wrote and that I considered suicide as an option. This was three years ago. And that's the day also that it started turning around for me. Yeah. The day that I wrote, started writing and felt like I was talking about my issues. The, the day that I wrote that song that became actually a pretty popular song in, on my album and on, on the radio. Um, and it also became a theme song for a show that I'm in that's called Three Men's Journey. We go around in schools, like I was telling you, I think I mentioned it to you, but we go around in schools and in soft seater auditoriums and communities. And we talk about our life journey with mental health, um, our struggles, anxiety, depression, grief. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, because so we're three guys, we're three friends, three musicians um, who are on stage and we kind of have like a round table session and we talk about our stories and it totally connects with people in the crowd because people, everyone has a fucking story and everyone relates to stress, depression, anxiety, grief. Those are the big, you know, some of the big, um, issues and challenges that we all have on a daily basis. Cause we yeah. live in the same world, <laughs> you know, yeah. we are humanity and we all, we're all the same. So if we can help each other, that's what I created with that show. And we had been touring that for the last year and then boom, COVID hit and we lost, oh, boy. well, we lost 45 shows. Wow. I really should look into this speaking out thing. I think it would be. Well, awesome I can. I can also help you, and we could possibly collaborate down the line. I think for now is like start thinking about building your story. I've always wanted to write a, th- a book about my family because my family's that crazy. Well, really yeah, your story is super interesting, and uh, I'm actually finishing up writing a book called Stories of the Heart because five years ago my father had a massive heart attack and he actually survived. Uh, he was dead for 47 minutes. My mother did compressions, wow. ambulance. They came, they shocked him seven times and he came back. And uh, wow, yeah, he's still alive now. I mean, he's not still alive and he's doing okay. Yeah. He's been depressed lately. That's, that's another thing, but he's struggling with like, he's lost a lot of uh, strength and like yep. his balance and all that. So it's like, he can't do what he used to do. So it's tough for him, you know? Yeah. He feels like he's losing his independence. Yeah. Big time. I work with it daily. Yeah, exactly. And, and we're trying to give him as much as we can, you know, independence so that he feels yeah. worth. So he put his own, like today I call, went for my walk at the track. It was five thirty. I stayed there till seven and I called him at like seven 30. I was like, Oh, I passed in front of your house and I seen that you put your garbage out. So, and then he was all proud because he put his own garbage. Out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I did it there. He said, I went there and then I took the blue garbage bag out back there in the, in the shed and oh, there you go. You know, <laughs> anyways, it's, yeah, it's that's best to give them as much independence as they can handle. Yeah. And he just recently Until lost his license because he had, 10 episodes with his pacemaker in one Ooh. day it, his pace yeah. he got seven 10 shocks in one day on his pacemaker yeah when we he took said, my grandmother's keys away it was a fight for like three weeks <laughs> she was throwing stuff at me constantly i think i got two shoes to the head wow <laughs> <laughs> the last time i traveled i was 18 when i went to england and the seatbelt almost didn't fit. Mm. And that was, and I was even nervous flying back because the plane was full going. It wasn't. And I had the whole row to myself. So it was no problem coming back. It was completely full. And I was the middle seat. And I was like, because I was just tipping 300. Then it was the most uncomfortable 11 hours of my life. (laughs) And I haven't traveled since. Wow. In the plane, anyway. Well, you're going to be able to uh, get right back to that in the next, whenever you yeah. want, but we can't travel right now, so you still got time. You still got time. Every month that goes by, you get closer and closer to getting on a plane, you know? The best thing is, is driving now, my steering wheel doesn't rub into my belly anymore. There's a whole four fingers space <laughs> between the steering wheel and my stomach now. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's good for you. I do, uh, one last thing I'd like to ask you is, 
just a little message for your TikTok followers because I know some of them are going to be on here. So I'd really like yes. to put a little message on there for them because uh, they're worth it. Yes, they are all worth it. Um, my message would be day by day. It's, you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs, but always keep fighting. You're definitely not alone. Reach out if you need to. And just know that you've got this. We've all got this. Yeah. And you can do it. Hallelujah. Yes. Perhaps we will do this again one day because yes. I think we only scratched the surface. We could have gone probably for another couple hours. Um, yes. You're very, very easy to listen to. Thank you so much. And you're beautiful. You're a beautiful soul. Thank you so much. It's been and a thank pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to meet you and to chat with you tonight. It was the best way to end my day. Oh, thank you. Same with me. You definitely put a smile on my face. I really hope all my followers listen to this. <laughs> all these meetings that I do like this tonight with you, and it opens more doors for me too. That's why I'm so appreciative of, of meeting, you know, people and especially the ones that are like game, the ones that are open to, yeah, man, let's develop together. Let's, let's help each other, you know, and let's help that others. Is... I'd love to have everybody and anybody that has a story. I don't care if they have 22 followers. Yeah. Or if they have 198,000 followers, I honestly don't care. That's not the qualifier to come in on right. the podcast. The qualifier is, do you have a fucking story to tell? Yes, because you're human and you've lived your yes. life. So 100%. You, qualify, you qualify, you know. And that's why I knew I wanted to be on your podcast because I knew you were just a genuine, awesome person. <laughs> and that's always the way I'm going to stay. I want this to stay as genuine as possible and there will be no fluff and no bullshit. Yeah. You know? And I love your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck, that makes me feel good. <laughs> I've been yeah. listening to it all week. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much. That's so awesome. And I got, I got some great ones coming. So, and the cool thing is you're going to discover new people from TikTok. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> like that Melissa, Melissa MC that I did. Yeah. She's on, she's on TikTok. I'm already following her. Okay. Yeah. She's so <laughs> sweet. And the New Jersey girl, I always mispronounce her name. Lenora. Lenora. Yeah. I'm following her too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I can't wait to see what she says about keto. Uh, yeah. I'm excited about that. Because <laughs> so, every, I've heard so many stories and everyone has an opinion about it. All three should do a show together. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll mention it to I've her. I've got a lot to say. say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Maybe I'll talk to her like, because I talk to her every couple of days. She, she's, she's like my aunt, man. She fucking checks in all, all the time. Like, and I, I don't <laughs> mind that. I love that. It's great. Well, Margaret, it was awesome. Thanks again for hanging out with me tonight. This was perfect. And we had an awesome chat and I hope it gives insight to some people. If you have some love to spare, please send it around the world. There's some people that really need it and we are humanity now. So let's just spread some love and some good vibes to each other and really take care of each other. Legit take care of each other, you know, encourage each other and be there for each other. And give each other just a little bit of love. Just enough love so we can all survive, you know? Yes. This was Marty for the Good Vibes Show with Marty B. Tuning out. Mm -hmm.